What's going on? This is Jazz Williams. And this is the first episode slash chapter one of the survival book of a minority. And what this book is going to pertain is just a survival kits and book that's narrated by Jazz Williams. Now, this is a unedited and off my mind without any studying or any research. So, it's going to sound a bit unrehearsed. So, bear with me and you would be able to take a journey on just, you know, what's in my mind and just also where I'm going. As you take the journey with me, we're going to have a whole lot of interesting things going on. This book is going to be a book where it evolves into something great with the journey that I take each and every day. I'm going to make sure every day starting today, you're going to get a recording. You're going to get a recording of me discussing, talking about everything that someone needs to survive anywhere, not just you know, I'm from America, Atlanta, Georgia, but also just anywhere, no matter where it's at. One thing to know about minority, you don't have to be black or white or Asian or um, Hispanic or, you know, woman or male or transgender or uh, gay per um, oh, say, I was about to say gay person or, you know, someone that's gay. Or lesbian, you can be a minority being, you know, the only smart person in your class or the dumbest person in your class. It can work in any type of way. So is I feel that being a minority is a a special ability, like it's a lot as as if it's a special power that you can take advantage of and use it against many people. Because if everyone is going left Take the opportunity to go right. And once you go right, you can find something different and you can take advantage of it. Or you can find something terrible and you just made it much more harder for yourself. So I appreciate the opportunity that you've taken by listening to this all the way through. And I look forward to seeing everyone because um, this is going to, it's not going to be here. I'm going to be a little bit everywhere. I'm going to be on Anchor, YouTube. Let me see if this is going to go. YouTube and Facebook. I've been slowing down on Facebook. I will be doing Facebook live videos real soon. You can find me at on YouTube. You can find me at Jazz Williams. I'm, I may change my name a bit. But um, I do have a video on uh, 10 apps you can use to sell on eBay. So let's get into the first chapter. The chapter is uh, about jazz. So I was born in New Orleans, Louisiana, and I lived in poverty. I lived in projects since birth till I didn't like my mom didn't have me in the project, but she then she didn't have me too far from the projects. But uh, I, I I was raised in you know raised in the projects. Until um, I turned probably five, and I still was in poverty until I 
until maybe when I moved to no, no, I got out of property uh, property when my mom got her own apartment. I was probably until eleven. Yeah, nine, nine or eleven. I say nine. And after getting out of property, uh, we stayed in a nice apartment, and it was really nice. They had like eight pools. No, eight pools. Yeah, eight pools in the in the complex, and it was gated. And it was a nice area where we was at. And I was thirteen, going on fourteen, and a hurricane occurred and destroyed our good old city, New Orleans. Hurricane Katrina, and we moved to Atlanta. And after moving to Atlanta and staying in Atlanta, I, everything been changing. I was diagnosed with dyslexia at the age of eight. No, I'm sorry, at the age of ten, and it been I've been having struggles with that ever since. Ever since I was in school, the Orleans school system was terrible. I never truly learned how to read until I graduated high school, but. Really, once, you know, teachers never trained you to read at a certain age and you're just basically just someone else problems and no one really want to deal with that problem. So what usually happens is that, you know, when I was, I was supposed to, I mean, you're supposed to learn to read at least pre-K. So my parents was working, trying to make ends meet. So they wasn't able to really focus on me and just be like, this is what, this is what you need to do. I was uh, raised by my single mother and she really barely had time to take care of things. I mean, it was me and my other little sister that we was taking, uh, she was taking care of. So she really didn't have time to really like focus on a whole lot. She was just making sure that I did everything that I need to do and at the same time too she was struggling she never graduated she never graduated middle school so it was you know we all didn't really knew anything and she was struggling with reading also so it was really rough for me and yeah high school was very rough getting teased picked on being you know called retarded because you couldn't read and dumb it was really rough and this gave me the opportunity to look within myself. Uh, one day when I was um, in the process of getting my driver's license, I never thought I was going to get my driver's license because I couldn't read, couldn't read the book of the driving license uh, book. I couldn't do a whole lot. But my stepdad told me, yes, you have dyslexia, but that only means that you got to work twice as hard as everyone else. Doesn't mean that you're, you're, you're challenging you. That's it. But you just have to work as twice as hard. A regular person that doesn't have dyslexia, they, may not need to you know study every day or all day or twice a day but you have to do it that's all it mean. doesn't mean that you can't do it just mean that you got to work twice as hard than everyone else and being a minority where the odds are against you you will have to work twice sometimes five times ten times as hard than the other person so you have to be able to take that in mind and be ready to fight and I want to get into fight. <laughs>